How are you doing? <laughs> so you never know. Keep you on your toes here. Okay. okay. So what did you think about what you're doing? Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm very much a novice. And so it's really very difficult. And I, I made many attempts at most things. And um, every time I did it, I learned something new. And so that was, you know, I was able to kind of click into, oh, yeah. Um, and I love the paper. I thought that was kind of, it was fun, but it took a lot of practice to be able to make it work like a brush <laughs> or like a piece of paper. Well, you know what happened when I did this course, this is the second time I've run this course. The first time I think it freaked people out so much that some of them just jumped right away. And so they're like, no, I can't do this. But it, it takes, it feels like an extension of your fingers and of your hand. Yes. So like finger painting. The what? It's like finger painting almost. Yes, yeah. exactly. So, and there's so much we can do with it. And I mean, it's what, what's amazing is that even for all these years after painting, I still get super excited and also, uh, you know, find something new. So with this course, trying to start you off a little, kind of warming you up to it instead of just throwing you in, you know? So I'm glad you're enjoying that. Liz, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. Um some of the problems I'm coming up against are, I'm in Arizona and it is so dry, I almost find I have to paint wet on wet or I can't keep the wetness going without getting, you know, those all of a sudden dry lines in there. So I try to work with that. Um, well, we've I, got a Trish, Trish is down there. Surprise Trish. She's down there in, um, uh, Arizona. So do you have your little gadget right behind you, Trish? Or no, you don't. Oh, okay. no, I don't actually. Um, I have to every now and then demineralize it. And it's in that process right now. But everything this lady says is absolutely true. <laughs> right. So what Trish is using is a humidifier. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's a small table and it's not one made for, uh, you know, getting the atmosphere of uh, exotic oils and things like that. It, it, it is a real humidifier. It's about the size of a, a coffee pot. And it's very, very good. You can get different um, mist sizes out of it, but it's very fine. So you're not, all it does is kind of plump up your surface and it doesn't flood it. And that really, really helps, but it, it'll cover like 300 square feet. Mm -hmm. So in this room, and, and it makes it easier to breathe too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's really wonderful. I'm sorry. It's in the other, it's in actually in That's the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> it's good that you can both share that environment. Thank yeah. you, Trisha. I uh, love when all we that get, yeah. you. <laughs> when we get together next time, I'll have it out. <laughs> so it. That'd yeah. be great. Thanks. So does that help you, Liz? Yes, that will, I will have to consider that. Yeah. Good idea. It was interesting to watch her with the uh, humidifier behind her. So, okay, oh. great. Thank you. Yes. And then let's go to Helen. Helen, how are you doing? Hi. Oh, uh, great. I um, I use, like I think Kathy did, the 140 pound, first of all, you know, and uh, then I decided that was not the way to go because mm -hmm. it was just dissipating immediately. So mm -hmm. I finally dug out my 300 pounds. So I'm ready to go on the next one with... Uh, some paper that's stronger, but I love it. I, I 
I can find that I um, get the direction of the wave a lot easier and I, I like ah. the flexibility of it. Um, um, I've used in the past like a credit card when I've done some paintings on credit card paintings, but yeah. of course it's not flexible. So uh, it does make a difference. And so I'm enjoying it a lot. Yeah, I'm so glad, you know, like I tried the credit card, I tried the palette knife. And in fact, I think I mentioned to you like this one, I think it was, maybe it was this one that I, this was the, the beginning of moving into this direction, sort of within that place. The problem with that is that it can scar the paper, you know, it, with our delicate paper surface. And if we want it, great. But if we don't, then we've got a problem. And we don't really get that so much with using the paper. So I'm glad that you're enjoying it. And then the other thing is like, even when I think about the paintings behind me, I think maybe I, I think I showed this to you. So here's one that I'm working on and I, I haven't developed yet because I don't see it yet. I don't see the painting of where I want to go with it. I like this. I have the techniques in there. I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it. I haven't gotten into the right headspace for it. But using the same techniques that you have, did you, did you all see this one yet? I don't know if I showed it to you. Did you all see this? Yeah. So this is using oh, yeah. the techniques. Mm -hmm. And uh, then also coming back in and using a little bit of the gouache on top of it. And it created, it's just amazing to see where it all leads us. So I'm, I'm excited. All right, thanks. And then let's go on to um, Joyce. How are you doing, Joyce? Hi, I'm still trying to catch up in this class. <laughs> want to bore you i have to give you enough to do no you haven't bored me i haven't had a chance to uh do a lot of the work uh, but i did play around with the paper and i, I think i'm going to have fun with it uh, i haven't done a painting with it but i i have played with it you might want to start you know in a fairly small size right and right an eighth of a sheet or something yeah. yeah did you find anything challenging or um anything that you'd like to ask me about well, you know, I think um, edges are always an issue, you know, keeping track of them when you're painting, for me at least, because when you're doing some of the things like, one of the major things I've learned in your class right now is how using that dry brush technique um, to create very organic edges is really useful for things like even moss and trees and, oh, you yeah. know, stuff like that so i've been playing around with that a little bit yeah. well here's another thing so like with a little piece of paper if your paper is even drier you know the little piece in your hand then you can uh, grab the surface of the texture or the paper surface a little easier or if you spatter a little bit and it's not very wet just a few little um little droplets and if you press and even move your piece of paper mm -hmm. you're going to get some other things mm, so okay just fun like yeah, you know yeah. just play with it yeah that's cool all right thanks and then let's go to let's see diane <laughs> yeah, i'm having a great time with the the paper with everything actually and um like you said with the dry brushing i did figure out that that could be used as a dry brush effect. And I find though that, and I noticed that in your video, the demo, um, you do have to load it frequently with paint, the, the oh. little paper in your hand. Cause if, yeah. I don't know if it's like soaking it up and it's disappearing and before I get it to the paper or, yeah. especially if you're doing it on dry paper, 
obviously. It's not a brush. So yeah. that's it. It's not yeah. going to hold it's the same amount. Yeah. But it's way fun. Yeah, yeah. I like it a lot because I, I do a lot of uh, very intuitive painting. Perfect. I hardly ever <laughs> come up with a plan, but uh, which is a good thing because I never know what I'm going to get. Yeah. Well, you know, that's what's so fabulous about that, too. You know, where, where I'm at right now is, um, like, I just did this, uh, this wherever. You can see that little kelp painting. I'm working on that for, another, for a workshop that my members have been requesting. Mm -hmm. And I thought, this is going to make people crazy. And that's because there's so many different little ribbons in there. Mm -hmm. and, and it's such a process, but I think it's fascinating but also to use the reference photo to a point and then then uh, just change it to what's working on the paper. So this is so much more creative and intuitive, which I love. And then using that piece of paper. Oh, so excited. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just, I felt like I, I don't know. I felt like I made such a huge discovery playing with that paper. So I'm glad that you're excited about that. Yeah. Thank you. And I'm sure we're only tap, we're probably only the tip of the iceberg. So <laughs> I'm going to get, uh, like the other gals, I started with a thinner paper and it just disintegrated pretty darn quick. And so then I did say, okay, I guess I have to sacrifice a piece of 300 pound paper, <laughs> but it works so much better. But I think if you, even the way you tear it and um, you were doing like a stamping technique with it too, in the one demo, and that uh -huh. can really get really cool stuff too well so you I'm make me think what well i thought well what if there was like a, a like a cheaper cardboard or something you know it's just like to experiment with everything mm -hmm. and uh, with the uh, the 300 pound it ends up like you said creating some nice edges and tears mm -hmm. so it does, it's not a straight line if right. it was really straight then we're coming into the credit card thing again which isn't to me it's not necessarily as exciting mm -hmm. so yeah, um, it'd be interesting to see what else we can come up with. Yeah, so I'm going to have a play with that. I'm going to, you know, tear it up in different ways. And um, and then I was even thinking, <laughs> I had this milk carton and I was going to throw it in the trash. And, you know, they have like a plastic coating on them. But when I ripped it, the plastic coating came away from the, car from the carton part. And I thought, I'm going to try that just to see what it does. It may do nothing maybe a bust, you know, but I'm going to try it because it's pretty sturdy. Well, also you're, you're making me think so like uh, here, I've got this little tea thing, right? So like when it comes to doing uh, boats, like I was doing boats in the strings on uh, the uh, sailboat, I just took that string because we want to use whatever we have. Like you said, it's an intuitive thing too. That little cotton string uh, you can put masking on that and you can make other little designs and all that. So anyway, there is a wide variety. Like I, I have lots of junk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm. Oh. Another thing that I have used is cheesecloth. Oh, yeah. If you dip that into a paint and actually if you paint it with like gesso or acrylic paint, it kind of stiffens it and you can mm. form it into a certain thing if you want. And then you can use it as a stamp. Or not. Well, everybody, that's pretty interesting. Has anybody else done that? That's I've seen people use some cheesecloth, but so I never thought of putting gesso on that and using that. That's very fascinating. Yeah, yeah. It, huh. that, you can reuse it more too, you know. I mean, and you can still, it's not so stiff that you can't move it. 
I like that idea. I'm going to make, I just made a note of it. I like the whole thing about experimenting and textures, things like that. So thank you, Diane. I love that idea. I love using different objects like that. It's a lot of fun. I've used a very hard uh, sponge, not a natural sponge, but a slimmer kind of hard. Uh, what kind of hard sponge? Well, just um, more of a, a, not a natural sponge, but a, just kind of a cheap oh. kitchen sponge where you cut the, uh, use the side edge where it doesn't have as uh, many holes in it, not quite as porous. Mm -hmm. uh, it gets, um, depending on which part of the sponge you use, or if you use a piece of natural sponge, it can get different textures. So I just think, I think the experimenting is fun. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, like for my uh, rock, sand, and sea glass class, I, I, I didn't, what I wanted to do is take a sponge and burn holes in it with a wood burner. And, but I didn't, my, I did my wood burner wasn't working in order to get some, some foam. I thought maybe if I took this, dipped it in um, a masking fluid, and then that would reserve, you know, just to give some ideas, but just listening to you, I thought, well, wouldn't that be interesting if you're on top of a cliff looking down and if you took the sponge and you stamped the paper to give the impression of rocks and then let that dry and then glaze over that, and that will soften up those edges instead of painting it perfectly. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. I like it. Great textures with, with these objects. I think it's just fun to play around with it. So many Keep forward good. to really getting into the paintings now. My work schedule has been a little crazy and it's kind of settling in now. So I'm oh. ready to roll. Oh, good. Good. I, I, I don't feel like my schedule is settled. So I, I'm envious. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love the idea of playing with the textures. I wouldn't want anybody to come into this being frustrated, like thinking that they're going to paint realistic waves. I think that this is so much more exciting. Yeah, I actually, I do like this one. I oh, do, I okay. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Point, I needed to break out a little bit and, and see, oh, how would I approach it? You know, very often I go with the lessons really like exactly the way you do it. And I think I reached a point and said, oh, what, what do I, how do I approach it? So that's, exactly. that's what happened. Mm -hmm. oh, I love that. That was exciting in a way. No? Well, you know, yeah. actually, it's like the same thing wherever that thing, that painting is behind me. Okay, so uh, this one over here and the one that I've showed you over here, I thought, how can I take a class? And those are actually reworking paintings that aren't working and or that were a little tight or something like here. I just have a stack that I'm accumulating. And just so you can see what I'm thinking about. Yeah, not that one, but some other things, you know, how can I take that and build it? You can see how, to me, that's, that was great for what I wanted to do at the time, but it just doesn't have it. it you know, I think that it could be so much more. And I've got some other ones, let's see, other foundations that I'd like to do a whole class on that. And because I think if, um, I mean, everybody could do it on their own, but it'd be fun to talk about the pieces and yeah. seeing what everybody came up with. And I wasn't sure uh, how to develop that. Well, I've got the content there because I need to have a structure, you know, so I've got the lessons there. And then it's like, how can we take that and then 
move that. It's more intuitive. It's more working with texture. It's incredibly exciting. And we're willing to make mistakes. So I have it all ready to go. I just don't know how to tie it together yet. So maybe by the time that we're sounds done. sounds exciting. Yeah. It's super exciting. <laughs> I like the six weeks course because it gives me more time to really get into the process, try it out. And, and it's just, but that's just my personal preference. Hmm? I do better on the longer ones. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I agree. I think that would be wonderful, especially allowing people the time to think about it. And maybe not everybody's interested in it, but I thought, how, how do I want to do this? Because people need the moment, like you said, to process it. And like what Diane was talking about, this is more of an intuitive process, looking at what's happening. And um, we can really get, I can come up with a super woo wooey name. You can all help me come up with something. <laughs> Do we have any suggestions? Intuitive landscapes and beyond. <laughs> okay, I'm writing that down. It really depends on the subject, you know, and on the mm. composition, because like the kelp, that's not going to be a, a six week. I think right. we can do that within a short period of time. It's an intensive. So you had a question, Joyce. Yeah. Now, the, the other point I wanted to make is, you know, you've got a very good camera set up. So compared to being in a classroom, oftentimes you can't see what the instructor is doing really well. Whereas here, we can see what you're doing very well and we can always go back mm -hmm. to recover if we blinked at the wrong time or something like that, you know? So there's some, a lot of advantages of what you're doing. And then I see, like, this is the second time you're teaching this course. I'm impressed. Thank you. Well, this is, I'll just share, like, I, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to continue talking for just a second, but for those that need to leave, thank you for joining me and I will see you soon, but I want to finish this uh, because like, this is what I would do when I would travel. I would have, you can see, this is just a few of the same painting because I would think about what we're trying to do is white flowers. And we just worked on this earlier today, how to direct the eye into the center. I know how much that it, they can accomplish within that period of time of me being there, which isn't much. And here, I don't have to constantly be doing a new painting all the time, but I can use these and I can work on them in our workshops here. When, like I've been asked to travel again and, you know, I, I, there's just so much more I can accomplish here in the studio. And you can paint from your desk. Uh, like some people think, oh, I want to see you in per person. That's wonderful. We do have a fabulous time, but this is very efficient. I was just going to say, because I am so far away from you in another country, I would never be able to do your workshops with you. you. In Newfoundland, is that right? No, I'm in Canada, Ontario. Okay. I've been there, but I thought maybe I have to come back to Newfoundland. <laughs> All right. Oh, I, I want to go back. It's beautiful. But, okay. you know, these classes for me are, are amazing. And I, I really like what the other ladies have said, like you can check things out. And if you're painting with your videos, which I often do, I can go back and I can, any problems I have, I can see how you're doing it. I really, really like it. Thank you. Well, there's so many people doing online classes now. So, you know, it's like. The thing that impressed me with, especially like the Colorado workshop where it's several days, you know, three days, is that 
typically the class is smaller. So you get some very high quality individual attention in those intensive workshops that you don't get in any other format that you offer. I've been in your one day workshops. I've been in your live workshops. Um, yes. I do miss going to dinner. <laughs> yes. And you, yes, yes, all that. All that. But this is great because um, I've been working very heavy uh, during the week or the weekend and then um, don't have a lot of time to spare. So this works out great. Um, mm -hmm. I could never afford to go to Newfoundland or, or anything like that, or even to take a run out to California for a weekend would be tough. Mm -hmm. So this works for me. And I look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Aloha. Aloha. Thank you. Take care. I'm right. Taking Thanks, down Bridget. your